BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon my American global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave. Oh, Dave's gone. Where is he? Dave. Is having a baby. Oh, and he's popping out a baby. Popping out a baby. He looked a little bigger. I was I was uh, worried, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, his wife gave birth to a beautiful little baby girl, so he is exhausted. Congratulations, David. Yes, congratulations, buddy. Can't wait to meet her. And yeah, they're gonna be here actually. I think during this show, but I don't think yeah. he's coming on camera. I think yeah, he's gonna not. go to bed. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's exciting times. I mean, COVID babies, dude. COVID babies. I had one. I mean, you guys just you know we should have them last you know until you guys. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, Dave had his. You're you had one. Then I Dave am. had his. I'm gonna have you having mine. Well, there you a go. While. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can make this COVID thing last a little bit longer. <laughs> you should go talk to Trump about that. I should. Like, hey, hey, can you add this a few more months? That way Ooh. we. <laughs> we have what music playing. <laughs> I like it. It's, oh, it's, it's King Five. It's making me feel curious. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Fucking King Five. Wow. Anywho, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff going on. People, babies are being born. Seventeen is dropping like a mofo. Oh. And we got some confirmation today about some direct energy weapons. Mm-hmm. I was excited about that shit. Yeah, that's pretty much. Uh everything we well, yeah i mean everything we've been saying and and granted everybody else you know has been saying it too but yeah this thing was made at a lab uh you had this researcher come out we're going to be talking about that in a little bit and then you had direct energy weapons just pop out you have what <laughs> dod esper coming out mm-hmm. talking about that and then yeah there's just a lot of other stuff that we're going to be uh covering here yeah there's a lot of shit pulled up right now on this computer, so... But, dude, you had a tooth pulled today. I did, so if I sound funny, you guys, I got a bunch of gauze in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you needed that money from the tooth fairy? That yeah. You're in a dire situation right now. Yeah. I mean, it's the COVID times. Everybody's I needed a desperate. couple bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's... Uh, I, I do a little stripping on the weekends, everybody, so mm. uh, just to be fair... No, I'm kidding. I don't. Uh, but... I'm open to suggestions. 
<laughs> you know, hey, it's trying times. I right got to make that extra buck, man. <laughs> uh, speaking of, you guys in uh, yeah, our patrons yes. in Patreon, PayPal, you guys have been awesome. We have uh, new supporters every day, so get on there. Whatever you guys can donate, we put back into this show. So the lights, the cameras, the action, the whatever. Uh, we have paychecks. We have our own jobs, so we don't. We're not asking for payouts, but. But you, we are very appreciative. Yeah, so we love it. We love seeing you guys' support and um, the comments on everything. I mean, we get DMs on A YouTube. lot of DMs. Yeah, on YouTube, Google, uh, Gmail, I should say, and then Instagram. Instagram is just flooded. So, yes, everybody, if you like what we do, please share. Share away because sharing is caring. Showing is growing. Showing is growing. And we are in a lull right now as far as reach our stuff on is, Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're not, we're not going anywhere. So <clears throat> the stuff isn't moving. So when you guys share our stuff, that's what gets us out there. And, uh, that's what makes us grow. So we appreciate it. And thank you for everything that you guys do. Uh, that's why we're here and this is what we're doing. So let's on, get to it on with the show. So where do you want to start here? The election. <sighs> let's start, start All out right. with a, a little, uh, funny video here. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. Let's do let's do this, old uh, Joe Biden. So good old Joel uh, Joe Biden. Did uh, I say Joel. I did. Oh, <laughs> uh, he went down to where was it? Florida. Yeah. And this was in a Latino event, and he came out uh, swinging, <laughs> bro. He came out full cocked. He was. Uh, he, he at least came out because he was over an hour late. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh my goodness! Well, he came out playing Despacito, <laughs> and he pulled up his phone like a freaking champ, dude. So yeah, he traveled to Florida on Tuesday to pander to Latino community or to the Latino community uh, as he loses support from Hispanic voters. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> he loses. Yeah. I don't think this thing helped very much, but I mean, at least he had Ricky Martin there singing the Vida Loca and you had uh, Eva Longoria, whatever. Oh, yeah. So and then this happens. No, it's not this video. You got to go down to the Twitter. There you go. So he pulls out his freaking phone. (laughs) Just give me one second. (laughs) Yeah, let's uh, we got. I just have one thing to say. Hang on here. Hang on here. Look at the button. All right. All right. He's bobbing his head. Oh, yeah. Looking around, smiling. He's so proud of himself. I know. I tell you what, Listen. if I had the talent of any one of these people, I'd be, I'd be elected president by acclamation. <laughs> he doesn't even know what that means. I just, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> by acclamation? What the hell? What are you talking about? You got to get used to it? I don't know. He reminded me, so when my two-year-old finally figures something out for the first time, oh, and yes. he has to show everyone, Yeah, that's what that reminded it me was, of. It was, dude. Like, that is total- He figured out how to play music on his new cell phone. And he was like, he was what? Like, oh my God, I got to do this. This is cool. And he wants to show everybody. He's looking around. You guys seeing this? You see this? Look at this. It's music. <laughs> it's coming out of this little device here. Now, someone, uh, you got to read these comments because the people on Twitter blew him up, dude. So right here, does Joe does at Joe Biden realize that Despacito means slowly <laughs> fits well with slow Joe? Uh, and then you have some other people saying as bad as Hillary with the hot sauce. Everybody remembers she was on that show. We're in hell. We're in hell. <laughs> yeah. His I keep hot sauce in my purse moment 
It's like we are living the same awful 2016 dream. Wrap it up, guys. It's over. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, it's just, it's shame. I mean, bring out the shame bells. You're going to need them. You, you can't be any more embarrassing than that. Oh, yes, you can. When you walk away in handcuffs, because oh. he's going to he's going to jail. Everybody, yeah. I think he's getting locked yeah, up. Yeah, because Trump was it today or yesterday? He retweeted something about the Ukraine stuff, right? Or the, about Joe being a pedo? Oh yes, did he? Yeah. Uh oh. And they actually asked a Canary girl, his press secretary, oh, yeah. about it. Yeah, McEnany. And she's like, uh, "I'm not going to comment on." Yes, it. I did see that. Like. <laughs> Uh, why, uh, why is the president calling, uh, Joe Biden a pedophile? Hmm. <laughs> Do you have any, uh, substantiation or whatever? Yeah. So it's, uh, Joe Biden is going to prison. He's, I'm calling it, dude. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to say between the sketchy shit with, he's always in with Hillary and the Ukraine and China yeah. and fucking yep. things aren't looking good for him. Well, cause you know how we said he literally did what Trump was accused of doing. When mm-hmm. he, so Trump got impeached for something that Joe Biden did. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's coming up. On record up, doing. He's recorded himself. Yes. He's recorded saying that's exactly what he did. And it's coming out again, you guys. It's literally, it's happening. And with what 17 has come out saying is these next two weeks, keep your eyes open because set your alarm clock type of stuff. Yeah. So we'll see. I literally think that by October 1st, we're going to have someone else running for president. And, yeah, I mean, and Harrison. She, she might have a penis. Okay, <laughs> there might oh, be something I, swinging. Oh, uh, Kamalama might be switching with him too. They've already did that whole those videos around where they call it the Harris Biden. Oh yeah, administration. Yep. So. Oh, we got our music back. I love this music. <laughs> Fucking, Maybe we should just kill this page, yeah, dude. Fuck this one. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but we can look it up later. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, back to the election stuff. I found this interesting. So this is a, a town hall article. It says, surprise, surprise, data reveals where the majority of Biden's donations come from. And it's bad news for Dems. Bad news bears. Bad news. So <laughs> we we know about Act Blue. We knew that it was like a, a Black Lives Matter movement. When mm-hmm. you donated yep. to Black Lives Matter, it actually went straight to the Dems. Went to Act Blue, which went to Democrats. Yeah. A lot of it went to Bernie. Okay. But... A lot of it also went to Joe Biden. And now what this is saying is that more than half of the 2019 contributions that Biden received on the Democratic funding platform Act Blue came from unemployed people. <laughs> and so, so this is saying that last year, 48.4% of Act Blue's donations were from unemployed individuals. And now we have John Pudner. He is take no yeah take back action funds president so mm. he seems to kind of be looking into this kind of stuff and he said the name of the employers must be disclosed when making political donations but more than 4.7 million donations came from people who claimed they did not have an employer those 4.7 million donations totaled 346 million dollars <laughs> Ah, ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot of money for people I almost, with no jobs. I almost couldn't say that much money. Uh, but uh, yeah, $346 million Act Blue raised and sent to liberal causes. So there's a little graph, and we kind of looked this over. Um, essentially, what this graph is showing is on the top, you have total raised, 
and no employer yeah. as in money. So this is the total amount of money that they raised and it's showing that 39% of Act Blue's total money was from unemployed people. And then the donation count. So the donations almost 10 million donations. Yeah, so look at that. Compared to everybody else, I mean Win Red had 4.8 million uh for the Republicans, but Act Blue had damn near twice as much, dude. Yeah. And about half of those were unemployed people. <laughs> yeah. How does that make any sense? Right? And so when you go down, they kind of explain it a little bit. And this guy, this Pudner guy, is saying it's hard to believe that at a time when the U.S. unemployment rate was less than 4%, that unemployed people had $346 million to send to Act Blue <laughs> for liberal causes. Yeah, right. And according to Take Back Action Fund, Act Blue also or allows unverified credit cards to be used for donations. And so what this does is it can create a loophole that was something that they saw in 2008. Mm-hmm. And people would buy prepaid gift cards and use those gift cards to make their donations. So it's a way to skirt the donation limit. So my question is with that, can someone just buy a whole shit ton of gift cards regardless who the person buying the gift cards is mm-hmm. and then just donate the gift gift cards anonymously. Yeah. So I don't know how that gets around the donation limit because one person is one body, one limit, right? Yeah. And so I don't know how that, I don't know how that works. You dude. could, you buy a thousand gift cards and donate them as separate people. Maybe, but they also did say, if you scroll up a little bit, um, a little bit more, Right here. So Pudner took particular issue with Act Blue's lack of verification, something he says could be foreign contributions, which are illegal. So this could all be foreign contributions. So people outside of the country are donating money for an election. Mm-hmm. And they never know because they lack a verification system. Yep. Yikes. That's not good, guys. Not good. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, yeah. Uncounted ballots. So. Oh. We're going to oh, get into yeah. the, some uh, some ballot fraud or some ballot flamingling, combing, <laughs> foobars. Flamingling. Yes. So this is from the Daily Caller. More than 1,600 uncounted ballots from New Jersey primary were found in a bin. Okay. <laughs> Just found. Just found. <laughs> and they were uncounted. So this was from a an election back in July, I believe. Um, Sussex County Elections Board officials found more than 1,600 uncounted ballots from New Jersey's July primary elections Thursday in a mislabeled bin that was stored in a secure area. That's all in quotations. <laughs> yeah. So someone said, uh, 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 it's in that mislabeled bin over there, but it's a secure area. It's secure. Uh, at the County Elections Board office. The Board of Elections Administrator Marge McCabe said in a statement Monday that roughly... Ooh, I found this number very interesting. <laughs> 1,666 people. Okay, the sign of the devil is right here. Uh, uncounted ballots cast in the state's July 7th primary were counted and verified by the county clerk's office Saturday. Blah, blah, blah. So hmm. now when you, uh, you remember that whistleblower that came out. I don't, we don't have this article up here, but this is just something that came up to my head. It's uh, that whistleblower that came out saying that he worked as a an elections kind of just scammer, mm-hmm. and he's a professional scammer. Yeah, yep. And he's a diehard per- Bernie fan, 
And so he has no skin in the game, so he's just coming out saying, you know what, I might as well come forward. Might as well. <laughs> and But, dude, the, the amount of details that that guy had, people are saying that there's no way that he's making this up because it, everything He wouldn't have known those things. Well, and it's just why go to that much effort, you know, just for come no, out. Yeah, for nothing. What does he have in... You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, he, but he was saying how they would... Um, the, the envelope that the ballots come in mm-hmm. are irreplaceable. So those are the most valuable thing when it comes to these elections. And so you need to use that envelope. But the ballots, you can just copy and paste or actually make photocopies. And that's what they would do is they would take these envelopes and hold them over boiling water to oh, loosen and the glue. And open them back up. Yeah. yeah and they'd, they'd open them up and then take out the, the real ballot, stuff in yep. a fake one, and then just seal it. Reseal it. it. And they were, he was talking about like old people's homes were just gold mines because you could just go in there and convince them to sign something and then they won't know exactly what they're doing. And mm-hmm. they think you're just going to take care of it for them. Yeah. And, you know, he's saying you, you got to be real careful and sprinkle them around the town so that way it doesn't cause this kind well, of yeah, shit. Yeah, because he's saying that's how those one people messed up because fa- they found like three or six hundred or whatever yeah. in one box. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like this, yeah. you know, you find these in a mislabeled bin, but it's a secure area. It's so secure. it's secure. It's fine. This is fine. So um, this going with Judicial Watch. All right, I think this is Judicial, or what is this? Yes, so this is Judicial Watch. So at the beginning of the 2020 year, mm. uh, that's a weird way to say that. I don't know why I said it <laughs> like that. Uh, Judicial Watch found that there were 2.5 million extra people on voting rolls. Clean it up or face a federal lawsuit, he says. But uh, Tom Fitton's the man, dude. I fucking love that Dude, guy. that guy's on top. Of, he's... Going for the throat all the time. Yeah. No, he knows his shit. Um, but I, I highlighted some of the stuff that he found. You guys need to go look this up because what he found in the actual report and the letters that he sent to these counties is just hilarious. Because look at this. So in 19 counties across five states, Colorado, California, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Virginia, that's exactly the amount of extra vote registrants. The mo- Wait. That's exactly the amount of voters. Ooh, wait a second. Never mind. I didn't mean to highlight all that. So essentially in 19 counties across five states, that's where all this was found. Yeah. And scrolling down, I actually have some of it highlighted. So for instance, in LA County, they were ordered to remove as many as 1.5 million inactive registered names that may be invalid. Uh, at that time, 11 of California's 58 counties had a voter registration rate exceeding 100%. The largest was LA County at 112%. So if you think about what's a voter registration rate, it's you have so many people and so many people vote. So how many people do you have and how many of those people are voting? Yeah, you can't have more people than there are people. Yeah, you can't have more voters <laughs> than people. I mean, that's uh, that's a no bueno situation there. So they're basically saying they have more voters than they have people living there. Yeah. Right? Um, after the settlement with uh, L.A. County, San Diego County removed 500,000 inactive names from voter registrations. Even so, San Diego County still had a registration rate of 117%, one of the highest registration rates in the country. Imagine that. Yeah. So who's checking this crap, people? Tom Fitness, right? Yeah. So now, that's why he's the man. You got to like. The question is, how long has it, did it go unchecked? Oh, yeah. A long time. 
Like they were getting getting away with well, 120, 130% maybe? We'll read it right here. This past year, the U.S. Election Assistance Commission, EAC, stated that 378 counties nationwide have more voter registrants than citizens old enough to vote. So I guess they're they're counting... Well, I mean, they could be counting dead people, dude. They'd have to be. Yeah. Or just making people up altogether. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't or surprise illegals. me. illegals. Exactly, yes. That is it, right? Yeah. But going along with the dead people, they just found... What was it? This next story here. 300 and... Or no, 349,000. <laughs> 349,000 dead registrants remain on the voter polls or voter, voter rolls. Right? So that's a lot of dead people, everybody. That's a lot of dead. They are rolling in their graves. I, that, you know what, though? Hey, if dead people want to vote that way, you can't be they're biased. They're polling in their graves. Dude, yes, they're polling <laughs> in their graves. I like that. You got to go to the polls. You got to roll, roll to the polls. Roll dude. to the polls. Yeah, I mean, we can't be biased. You know, dead people have to vote the certain way, and, you know, that would be fucking hilarious, though. <laughs> you know how we were saying how, like, racist it is, NPR comes out, black people usually vote this way, oh, yeah. but dead people usually vote dead heavily people, Democrat. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, so, oh, Davy boy is here. Dude, you want to make an appearance? Sure. We'll have to do full cam. Let's go Okay. There we go. We got baby girl here. Look, everybody, this is a first. Do a full do a full screen on uh, you, Chris. That way you can see. Yeah. Look at the little baby. Fresh, dude. I'm sorry, I can't be on. It's, it's all, all good. good, man. We get it. I get it. I was there three months ago. Later. Congrats on the COVID, baby. Yes. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Yeah, so everybody, he'll be back on Sunday. I'm imagining. Yeah. Well, yeah, we ha- we have a uh, you we know, have a guest coming. We do an interview. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that at the end of the show. Um, meanwhile, back to the dead people voting. <laughs> Nearly 350,000 dead registrants remain on voter rolls across 41 states. This is according to an audit that was conducted by the Public Interest Legal Foundation. Pilf, ooh, dude, I like that. <laughs> Pilf. Pilf, dude. Oh, yeah. That's not a good abbreviation. Well, it could be Pops. I'd like to... (laughs) I don't know. The number of... Or, no. Yeah. The number is major improvement over the last time... Listen to this, you guys. The last time an assessment of similar scope was performed in 2012 when a Pew Research report turned up 2 million deceased voters on the rolls. Oh, my God. 2 million. Okay. That's ridiculous. So I, I'm serious. They need to come out with a, a poll or like a, a demographic for dead people and say, what is, what's their interests? What do they like to, what's their hobbies? <laughs> uh, they typically will vote specific times of the year. I mean, when it's heavily needed, of course. So, yeah. I don't know, man. It's How do they just, feel about our borders? Yep. How do they feel about everything? So we need, uh, I mean... Another stance on immigration? Well, and we've seen the stories... Can't uh, have random people walking on you? No, no. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, six feet might be a little shallow, okay? <laughs> they're, I, I heard that they're arguing for an eight foot, yeah. you know, increase it up to eight feet. Uh, but you saw the dead cat got a uh, voter registration? <laughs> oh, it did, Or yeah. got a voter pamphlet or ballot? 
So apparently, and then Trump has been saying that they're they're going to send out 80 million ballots, even though people might not need them. So they're, we don't have a choice here, people. In Washington, well, at least in I know, no, we're Callis mail-in. County. We have, that's it. Mail-in's all we have. Yeah. So in our county, we only have mail-in. And we have to put Democrat or Republican on the outside of the uh, envelope. <laughs> yeah. That's been a long, that's been a thing. Like, that's just normal to me. That's how I was raised to do it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is. And then now I'm seeing that people are shocked that you have to do that. And I'm like. Uh, oh yeah you're right <laughs> yeah that's not- they don't need to know that why are they oh man so i'm actually thinking about um putting my ballot in another envelope i'm gonna double wrap i'm gonna uh, you're gonna i'm gonna double wrap for extra protection baby <laughs> can you do that though i wonder if they'll even like oh what the fuck is this and just toss it out uh you know i might I, they might not but it's worth a shot <laughs> And then I'll just say, you wouldn't know if it worked anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. Right. They're not going to count it anyway. So, um, anywho, where do you want to go next? Uh, big C. Yeah. Let's dive into some big C little V big C little V. So, cause this is good. Yeah. And the more, the more stories go on about coronavirus. Yeah. The more it's hilarious. Well, I mean, because for some, <laughs> it, the longer and longer it goes on, the less and less it makes sense. Yeah, you know, and and I'm hoping that that it's like is we're living in a bizarro world for coronavirus. Yeah, it's the Great Awakening, right? It's uh, so this this is a an inspirational story, and I'm hoping that this spreads from judge to judge, from state to state. Yes. So Pennsylvania, you had a judge rules wolf. Levine's shutdown orders are unconstitutional. Yes. And so I think Wolf and Levine, uh, that sounds like a great duo. <laughs> that is a movie that I'd like to watch. Wolf and Levine go to the beach. They're doing extra <laughs> swimming beach. lessons. No, I don't know. Uh, so what does this say here? So essentially, a federal judge on Monday struck down Governor Tom Wolf's pandemic restrictions that required people to stay at home. And place size limits on gatherings, blah, blah, blah. Basically, if I think I highlighted, a, maybe I didn't. But essentially, he came out saying, you can't be doing this. You can't yeah. lock people up. You can't say, you can't go here. You can't go there. You got to open it up. So, yeah, you're going against individual liberties. Right? Open it up, everybody. So you can't um, infringe on the Constitution, even in times of pandemics. Because... Do you think our founding fathers dealt with pandemics? Not here. Well, in the United States. No. Uh, well, well yes. I'm, I'm sure they dealt with mass But they disease. didn't really call them. I don't think they oh. called them pandemics. Just no. people were just sick. Yeah, they didn't have a corrupt organization to name it. But you had, you know, flu seasons that I'm sure were... Horrid. Oh, oh, yeah. You had plagues. You had yeah. a bunch of different Smallpox shit. Smallpox and mm-hmm. all that nasty shit. Oh, yeah. Chlamydia. I mean, that, that damn chlamydia. <laughs> the clap. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying they built the Constitution. They wrote the Constitution knowing that sickness was going to happen. Yeah. And just because a guy has a freaking flu and he wants to go buy a pack of smokes and make that flu ten times worse... That's his choice, man. My body, my choice. So we have enough data, especially now, 
Oh, yeah. Saying that this crap is not as bad as we thought, right? No, yeah, don't get what we say twisted either because it, it is a sickness. People well, it is, sick. but here's another thing. Don't get what the doctors tell you twisted either because you don't know, people. All right? You don't know if whoever your beloved one died of Big C, Little V. You don't. Yeah. You can't trust it because we know that the numbers are inflated. It's incentivized. Mm-hmm. Doctors and hospitals have an incentive to have COVID patients. That's proof. Yep. And you don't know. And majority of the tests are faulty. Yes. Well, I don't know about the majority, but you okay. have you have they they are there are faulty tests. Yes. So and they're combining certain different tests, the antibody tests and then the the viral tests or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. So it's just none of this is has gone the way it should. And none of it adds up. And so to say you don't, you know, F you, you don't know anybody who has died from this. Well, maybe you don't either. (laughs) Okay. Maybe. Because they can tell you all you want and you're just going to take their word for it. But I wouldn't. No, there's even been things coming out saying that some of them might even be so sensitive that they're just picking up the common cold. Well, yes, and the 6%, right? The CDC yeah. said 6% of the people who have died from COVID-19 only, no, only. is 6%, right? Yeah. So the comorbidities, 2.6 on average, uh, people have died. The majority of people who died had 2.6 on average comorbidities. And everybody's saying, well, uh, how do you know the COVID didn't trigger that to, to speed up their death? Okay, well, that's fair. But how do you know uh, them taking an extra breath on Thursday morning didn't speed up their death? Yeah, right. How do you know them, uh, maybe they stepped in a mud puddle that had some sort of freaking clip-clap, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe something got in their throat. I don't know, man. I mean, you you play the maybe game, where do you draw the line? Exactly, go on forever. You know what I mean? Like, sorry, but you can do that with anything now. All right. Anyway, sorry, went on a little tangent there. Uh, we have this doctor, okay, Dr. Lawrence Sellen. She, wait, 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 wait. No. Wait, wait, wait. That's not the doctor's name. The un- <laughs> I was Li, Min, say, Li that, Meng Yan. There we go. So the unequivocal evidence Chinese scientist Dr. Li Meng Yan provides proof Big C, Little V was created by China's military. So this is the scientist who came out on Tucker Carlson. We're not going to play the video because it's a little long. It's long. But she essentially came out saying that this thing was created. She's a, uh, she's a virologist. Mm-hmm. She's looked at the sequence. And this is kind of what we've been saying is that there was a sequence that was inserted into this thing. Yeah. She basically said there's markers within the genome Rest- that let her know that this wasn't done by nature. Exactly. And so... We highlighted a little bit of important information on this article to go through. Dr. Li Yang or Li Meng Yan, who investigated the origin of Big C Little V during the initial outbreak in Wuhan, China, as a medical researcher in Hong Kong, has now provided unequivocal evidence that the virus was not of natural origin. Dun dun dun. So that I don't I haven't looked through the actual I mean she definitely goes into the sequence zones here so the critical segment of the COVID-19 virus is bounded by two restriction sites 
not found in any related bat coronaviruses, which allow researchers to easily splice, that is cut and paste, components of other viruses into the viral backbone. The presence of those restriction sites is known as a marker for genetic manipulation. So the restriction sites are basically just verifiers. And they're saying between this zone and this zone, cut it out and then put in your, I heard it's the ACE2 gene. I heard it's uh, something that will make it, or not the ACE2 gene, but it will bind to the ACE2 receptor. Mm. And we heard that a long time ago. Yeah. And so, but she goes on and she says, such a sequence is not found in any other related bat coronaviruses. And we already know that NAID or NIAID, that Dr. Fauci, yeah. his team sent $3.7 million over to Wuhan to study what? Coronaviruses. In what? In bats. In bats. Okay, people. And now the, the bat had to be transported. It's not a native bat to Wuhan. It had to be transported from, you know, a various cave on yonder, <laughs> yonder. brought to Wuhan into their biological, what is it, biosafety four lab, right? Yeah. And, I mean, it goes into, she talks about nucleotide sequences. She talks about all of this stuff that we've been hearing all along. I mean, you had Judy Mikevitz talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's called gain-of-function testing. So what they do is they take a virus, a known virus, and they try to make it like the Hulk. And they, yeah, they beef it up. They beef it up so that way they go, okay, if this beefed up Hulk virus got out, how do we kill it? And they try to find a cure for it. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they try to predict. It's predictions. So you're predicting how is this thing going to mutate. And if it mutates this certain way, we're prepared. Yeah. Okay. It's actually, it makes sense. It's a lot of, you know, it's great that we can actually do that crap, but it was banned. As long as it's controlled. Yeah. There's a long history to this and you guys go, go watch Plandemic 2 people because, or just Plandemic. Um, All of it's great because they, there's a doctor on there who goes into how they take this gain of function testing, how they banned it. They eliminated it in United States because yeah. of the ethicality of it. It's not ethical because what happens if you weaponize it? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. So what they did is they sent it offshore over to where? Wuhan. And that's why they still funded it. And that's where this stuff might be coming out here. Now, we do have to say further investigations are warranted and must be forthcoming. This is one person's opinion, blah, blah, blah. But like I said, we've heard this from numerous doctors Numerous scientists. Yeah, this has been trickled out the entire time. So Yeah. Um, so one of those doctors is Dr. Francis Boyle. The creator of Bioweapons Act says the coronavirus is biological warfare weapon. So now this is this something that came out in February, dude. Yeah. February 2020, right when this thing was blown up over in China. And he was calling this thing a biological warfare weapon. Um, scroll down just a little bit. Dr. Boyle discusses the big C, little v outbreak in Wuhan, China, and the biosafety level four laboratory. He believes that the virus is potentially lethal, not so much, and an offensive biological warfare weapon or dual use bioware weapons agent genetically modified with gain of function properties. So we just talked about gain of function, right? Yeah. So that's, it's, it's essentially what Judy Mikovits talks about. It's what it is, man. You, 
Yeah, if there's multiple doctors going through this and can see the properties in there that it's been altered, mm-hmm. then it's fucking been altered. How many doctors need to look at it and say that? <clears throat> exactly. And then um, there, it, right, it, right when this came out too, there was those two Indian doctors that did they sequenced SARS-CoV-2 mm-hmm. and they found segments of the HIV virus. That right. were spliced in, like they were just saying. Yeah. The restriction sites are scars. I mean, they're, they're evidence. It's like, okay, well, that's the landing strip where you would plant something. Yeah. Oh, what's planted there? It looks like a HIV strand. <laughs> so, but that paper got retracted. So, I don't know if it ever got peer-reviewed. Probably not. Because why would it? Why would they ever do that? Why, you know, no one would want to do that. They'd be like... If you review this, we're going to fucking chop your head off. (laughs) You're going to die. Yeah, right? Well, I mean, they wouldn't be the only ones who received death threats, right? Yeah, right. Because we have someone else who did. Uh, This was back in August. Gilead, so this is is a claim, everybody. We don't know, but this is what this French doctor is, uh, is testifying to. That Gilead, and Gilead is one of the major pharmaceutical companies that is in yep. the hunt for this cure slash treatment, mm-hmm. Gilead sent death threats to kill HCQ as COVID-19 cure. French doctor testifies in Parliament. So, essentially, this doctor got threatened. He got death threats from someone at Gilead saying, hey, quit talking about HCQ. Knock it off. <laughs> yes. So, okay, here we go. I'm just going to read this paragraph here. After it was revealed in a shocking investigation that who policies, World Health Organization policies on HCQ, were based on a fake study, right? The Lancet. Mm -hmm. The Lancet was a fake study, everybody. That was the one that Tom Cotton, I mean, our legislators were pointing to it saying, okay, well, the Lancet came out. This thing came from a wet lab, okay? Or the the wet market. Wet market, yeah. Right? Someone ate a freaking turdy bat, like it had a lot of poop on it or something. (laughs) And then I got a little tummy ache and... And then come to find out that was fake. Yes. So that that study that uh, Surgisphere was the the company that looked at all the data and they they ran the studies. Yeah. They refused to give up the data because they said it would go against the privacy policies that we have with our uh, clients. And it says, oh, okay. Well, why can't you give over your data, Surgisphere? Uh-oh. So. That study got retracted because they were not peer reviewed either. Yeah. So, but that one, they tried to peer reviewed it or they tried to peer review it. They went to them saying, hey, we want to review this. And they this. wouldn't give their information. Exactly. So it's the flipping of the script again that yeah. we see so often here. Anyway, now check this out. Okay. This gets a little spicy. <laughs> So let's just restart here. So after it was revealed in a shocking investigation that WHO policies on HCQ were based on a fake study by a porn star and a science fiction writer. (laughs) Now in an ongoing investigation, a French doctor has testified in Parliament that Gilead sent him death threats after he started talking about HCQ as a cure for Big C Little V. Now, I don't know about you, but if I want somebody writing a fake study... On HCQ, I definitely want it to be a porn star. Oh yeah, okay. And don't get don't get me wrong. We dug through here to try to find out who the porn star was, and we <laughs> couldn't find it. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we did a little digging, and this even the science fiction writer. Who I mean, why not? Yeah, 
But uh, the the porn star would be, you know, have relevant information on uh, positions to be in, uh, you know, some prepping, uh, <laughs> how to keep yourself <laughs> stamina for sure. The fluffer. They need a fluffer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to keep yourself healthy. You got to yeah. keep yourself uh, focused. OK, it's about <laughs> baseball. You got to keep it. Keep, keep your mind going smooth. <laughs> there you go. It's, uh, you know, it's the motion of the ocean, everybody. So now this is a picture of the scientist. Yeah. <clears throat> or the doctor. Didier Rouillet. Really, really, yeah, yeah, we yeah. called him Diddler because there was a porn star mentioned. <laughs> but uh, it says a professor, PR. Is he a professor or a doctor? PR Didier hmm. Rouillet. I don't know. Anywho, uh, essentially what this is saying is that he was able to cure up to 80 of his patients administering HCQ and azithromycin. So what we've been hearing over and over and over again and everything that's been getting banned over and over and over again yeah so um here we have he was able to demonstrate 91 percent effectiveness in more than 1,000 patients with zero side effects and then you have all of these fox news articles and stuff too so oh yes we did find out something about where these death threats are coming from so he filed a complaint uh, for death threats and acts of intimidation against a public service official mm-hmm. following which an ed- investigation was opened by French judi- judiciary. And right down here, it actually says uh, the medical doctor behind the threats was found and happens to be from the Nantes University Hospital. It happened to be the person who received the most money from Gilead over the past six years. I believe it's Gilead. Gilead, Gilead. Same but thing. this guy apparently received the most money from Gilead, and he's sending these threats. Does that is there a motive there, people? <laughs> what, not, what bigger motive is there than money? Yeah. Do you uh, do you not see a conflict of interest here? Yeah. I mean, the the motive is clear. You get rid of the guy talking about HCQ, you get to keep your money, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. So now this one was interesting. So this is the next article. This is talking about Pittsburgh scientists that discovered a tiny antibody component that is highly effective in preventing and treating SARS-CoV-2 infection in animal models. And so this is a monoclonal antibody. It is the smallest biological molecule to date that completely and specifically, now that's the key, specifically neutralizes the SARS-CoV-2 virus. And this goes on to say it's a tiny, or its tiny size not only increases its potential for diffusion in tissues to better neutralize the virus, but it also makes it possible to administer the drug by alternate routes, such as anal. I mean, come on, we got to go. Oh, there. yeah. Uh, who wouldn't take it anally? Uh, but then you can also <laughs> inhale this thing. So, uh, importantly, it does not That's bind. It right in in California. Well, anal yeah. Or oral. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, it was Kevin Spacey's. I mean, yeah. you just give it to Kevin Spacey. You know he's going to shove it up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Where else would I go? That's the first thing he would do. He'd be like, they'd come in and they'd be like an inhaler, and he would just unzip his he pants, bend over, kill him with kindness. <laughs> yeah, he'd he'd shove like, it up his ass. I'm ready. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I I'm ready for my uh, inhalation injection. Whatever the hell you want me to call this. <laughs> I have lungs in my anus. That's Wait, <laughs> you fart in? <laughs> I breathe through my butthole. Okay, everybody. Uh, <laughs> but right here. So importantly, it does not bind to human cells. Let me say that again. This monoclonal treatment, monoclonal antibody, does not bind to human cells. 
a good sign that it won't have negative side effects in people. Sounds perfect, right? Yeah. So essentially, it's a magnet. You inhale this stuff. It goes through your body, binds to the coronavirus, and then... Not to you. Apparently, you excrete it somehow. So there's treatments that are coming, everybody. And it's not just HCQ. It's this stuff. There's, there's money to be made. I will be frank. Yeah. These guys are going to make a lot of money. Oh, Wh- yeah. Whoever comes out with this is going to make a killing. But HCQ is very cheap and it is very abundant. And why not treat people with the cheapest, most effective route, right? It makes the most sense. Yeah, especially if you're an insurance. But right? it doesn't pack the punch as far as money goes. Yeah. Which is the problem, which is why it is not being pushed. Exactly. Yep. So, essentially, that's what we... Oh, do you, shoot, let's look this up, dude. What? The CDC guy. Let's, let's find that article. Oh. I think you can go to our history and just pull that up. Uh, the three little dots there. But, yes, you guys. The CDC guy, I don't know who the hell he is, but he came out saying that masks work better than, than a vaccine. And you know what? If that's the case, then we got to open up. We got to open up the country. Because uh, here, here he is. What's his name? <laughs> Dr. Dr. Robert Redfield. The head of the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. All right, here we go. Let's, uh... Face masks, these face masks, are the most important, powerful public health tool we have. And I will continue to Fourth. appeal for all Americans, all individuals in our country, to embrace these face coverings. I've said it. If we did it for 6, 8, 10, 12 weeks, we'd bring this pandemic uh, under control. These actually, we have clear scientific evidence. They work. Not so much. And they are our best defense. I might even go so far as to say that this face mask is more guaranteed to protect me mm-hmm. against COVID than when I take a COVID vaccine. <laughs> so, 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 say what? <laughs> Let me rewind that. <laughs> what do you say? Take a COVID vaccine because yeah. the immunogenicity. Me immunog- oh, did you hear against that COVID word? that when I take a COVID vaccine, because the immunogenicity may be seventy <laughs> percent. Was that and the name I of the porn star? I think Maybe. that was the name. I of think the- that was immunogenicity. Immunogenicity. Uh, she came out with this fake study, and you know things were popping, things were flying. Immunogenicity here, everybody. So there it is, guys. Face masks are more valuable than vaccines. Yeah, you know. Um, and if that's the th- fuck, if, we are wrong, dude. If if that's really the case, <laughs> you know those like uh, high level safety rooms that they're all blocked off. Oh, like yeah. you got to spray yourself off. There's like yeah, double layers. Yeah, you walk layers. in and it goes and, and you're in that like yeah. bubble suit. You don't need any of that ever anymore, people. <laughs> you can actually study all of these viruses yeah, with just get, a face mask. Go on. get a face mask and then work on the most deadly diseases known to man. I mean Ebola. Uh, the Black Plague. The Black Plague, dude. Okay. All you need is a mask. The bubonic chronic. Anybody. <laughs> anybody. Uh, you just put on a mask, okay? Because what goes in, it won't come out. <laughs> okay? That is... Uh, and, I mean, it, it just makes sense because if you can breathe in smoke particles, which are uh, gigantic compared to virus. Yeah. I mean, like, of almost course... Almost triple the size. Of course, masks will stop a virus. It's a bunch of bullshit, everybody. 
Master bullshit. They are. Um, it's just a it's a psychological warfare psyop game. Um, all right, let's get into this crap. The riots and the fires, everybody. Okay, we still got fire. There's still fire. You look outside here, and you can't look outside because there's so much smoke. Yeah, I, I'm getting updates saying we don't have enough firefighters to fight the fires. Okay. Well, you hear what they're doing in California, right? Oh yes, yes. What they're, are they doing? They're letting prisoners. Re- get released to go help fight fires. Yeah. And then once they help fight, then all their grievances are all forgiven. But uh, they might actually be starting the fires as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I well, mean... Well, I mean, you can't trust them anyway. So. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want prisoners fighting my fires. And I don't want them being released due to COVID restrictions because no. it's a bunch of horseshit. They're in there for a reason. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there are definitely situations where I want people not locked up. I mean, marijuana. Yeah, depending on the, depending on the offense. Yeah, of course. But if it's a it's a if it's a victimless crime, you should not be in jail. Right. Granted, they did say that they weren't letting the murderers and stuff out. Mm, yeah, well, but that's what they always say. But can you trust Kevin Newsom? Can you trust anything that the mainstream news says, though? Yeah, I mean. Just like how Grandpa died of COVID. I don't know. Did he? I don't know. Are you sure you're not letting out a murder? I don't know. Nope. So, what do we have? What's the bright bar? What's this first one to the right there? Uh, the, the first one on the right there. Yes. Okay, everybody. So, this is kind of a big deal. Because there's a mainstream push to say that Antifa's not organized. It's just a, a... It's untrue, guys. One person here. It's a random guy over there. And now I did hear X-22 talk about this. They don't have leaders, right? Who and doesn't have leaders? Antifa, supposedly. Supposedly mm-hmm. they don't. And now if you compare it to what happened with the, the Proud Boys, you had Gavin uh, McGinnis. I almost said Gavin Newsom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine him? Uh, so... He's a gay and proud boy. Let's just say that. He's the uh, San Francisco gay and proud boy. But Gavin McGinnis, he was known as the leader of the Proud Boys, right? Mm -hmm. And the Proud Boys is a little extreme. Let's be real. I mean, not my thing. But if there's people attacking me, I wouldn't mind having them around. (laughs) Exactly, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's one of those Catch-22 things. But uh, they went after Gavin McGinnis and... Anybody who was part of the Proud Boys was now associated. They had a name. They had a face. Yeah. They had a face to put blame on. And so when you look at the group, oh, that's the guy. That's the freaking Nazi. That's the freaking white supremacist. You know what I mean? So they, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Antifa, that's what they've avoided. They've avoided actually coming out with a leader. So Rufio, I, I think Rufio from uh, Hook. Oh, yeah. He's, de- he's definitely yeah. the leader of Antifa. I know it. Behind the scenes. Come on, dude. You still got that skunk, skunk, oh, yeah, the red, red skunk stripe. <laughs> so uh, the Lost Boys and Antifa, they don't have a leader anymore or ever. I don't know. but And maybe they do. I think uh, someone by a little name of Sorge Jorsnor. Yes. Yeah, maybe uh, I was trying to cover it up, but hey. We know what we know what it is. We know what he is. <laughs> no, he's got. We a, know what he is. He's got some heavy eye bags, that and he's got some wrinkles. Yes, uh, George Soros. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So now, this is a DHS official called Portland Violence organized in a leaked email. Okay? Ooh. So this is DHS. And this was Catherine Herridge, and I'm sure everybody's already seen this, but this is through a leaked email obtained by CBS News reporter Catherine Herridge. We can, this is uh, essentially what Brian Murphy, so he is a secretary for intelligence and analysis. So he's the DHS guy. Yeah. He said in this email, we can't say any longer that this violent situation is opportunistic. A core set of threat actors are organized and show up night after night and share common tactics, techniques, and procedures and drawing on like-minded individuals to their cause. Okay, so threat actors who are motivated by anarchists or Antifa. Yeah. All right, this is the main letter. This is what was leaked. Uh, you guys can find this all on Twitter. Just look up Catherine Heritage or Heritage. And uh, yeah, she's worth the follow. 17 says, follow the pen, follow her. It's good stuff. And but of course, of course they knew this all along. I know. I mean, it doesn't the take. The cover up is always what gets you. Mm-hmm. Right? You try so hard to make it disappear, you're going to fuck up and it's going to come out. Well, and that's, this is the uh, cat and mouse game. Yeah. It's, it's basically you're making the mainstream media look not credible. Yeah. Because that's what you can't trust the mainstream media people, and this is what they're doing. This is cutting them with a thousand cuts or death by a thousand cuts, right? Yeah. So it's every story that comes out, and they go, "Oh, that was just one person. That was just a, a, a straggler." That and was then just- the week later, they're like, "Oh shit." Yes, and then you go, "Oh well, actually, all those people that you were saying were lone wolves were actually as a team." Yeah. Okay. So they're working together. This is organized. Now, we talked about Signal. We talked about Citizen. Citizen is the other app. Mm -hmm. So those two apps that they were using, I actually checked out Signal. I downloaded it. But they're like, let me know where you are. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm going to delete this shit. I just wanted to see what it it, did. Actually, no, I downloaded um, Citizen because I actually think that's worth having. Citizen is something where... Uh, it, I I guess it's peer to peer. I thought it was actually tapping into police communications. Oh, like, but it's more like a uh, ways like traffic app where you say, "Oh, there's a cop up here, everybody." Oh, okay, and then so, they mark it on the thing, and yeah. So if it's peer to peer, it's not as trustworthy. I actually thought it was tapping into like a um, what are the, uh, the the cops speak over? We got a breaker one nine going on here. What's that? What's that thing called? Radio? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So I like thought tapped into like a dispatch or something. There you go. That's what I actually thought it was, and I, I think that would be a cool app. And they probably do have those apps. Probably. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. But anywho, this is good evidence. So we know that this thing is is a group. We know that they're organized. We know that they work together through these digital footprints. Right. Yeah. They're lead, leaving a lot of digital evidence. And now we know, (laughs) oh, yes. So this, yes, let's stay on this one. So 17 was dropping a lot here, and he dropped some stuff about this guy. And this guy is named, go ahead and open up his uh, aunt with cuts. Go ahead and open up his Instagram there. Because he has, oh, he turned it to private. Oh, he took it down. (laughs) Dang, dude. But look at this. Okay, look at the uh, the hashtags that he has. Hashtag BLM. BLM. Defund 
Portland Police Bureau. Black Lives Matter. Fuck 12. Fuck the police. A cab. Basically, Ant with Cuts is blowing up. Okay, because everybody went to that picture as soon. So go back to that tweet real quick. This picture is on his Instagram, everybody. And he actually says, heading back out to Clack and Estacada. So Clack is Clackamas for all those who don't live in the Oregon, Washington area. To set some fires. Woo, woo. And then hashtag Oregon City, hashtag fire season 2020. This guy has in the back of his truck water, a shitload of water, and a shitload of gas cans. All right? And I don't know what else is Yeah, it looks there. like there might be a little, like, a shovel there. Oh, yeah. He's got to dig the fireworks down and, and bury a hole. <laughs> but essentially, he's on record, digital evidence, mm-hmm. saying that he is going to go start some fires where the fires are being started. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But yet there's no one starting fires. And now... 17 posted a, a collage and we don't have it up here, but it's all about this guy and it has this guy's face. It has his vein oh, yeah. when he got stopped and like license the, plate, yeah. everything. This guy's got to be shitting himself. Oh yeah. He's fucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> because, uh, bye bye ant with cuts or whatever the hell your name is. Ant with cuts Ant with cuts. So essentially 17 goes on to say that what they are doing is they're sending out these, um, they're cloaking it in humanitarian efforts, okay? Yeah. They're, they're saying that they're going and providing water to the first responders, hence the water, but they're going under, um, what is it, Sp- spread, no, go go water, spread fire, something Oh, like, yeah. Be wet, WAP. Be water. Oh, was it WAP? I think, <laughs> they're, it WAP? I think they're saying WAP, <laughs> spread fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and a lot, of, a lot of these guys are going out dressed as firemen. Yes. Like they're going to actually help fight fires. And then yeah. as they go out there, yeah. they're just starting more fires. Like we were talking about, like prisoners could be doing. Yep. Yeah. And so that's actually, I took a clip of that in um, the video that I posted today about uh, all these fires. These are not climate fires, everybody. No. So this is just one of the guys. I mean, we, in our last episode, we went over just. Person after person, arsonist after arsonist. Mm-hmm. These people are lighting these fires and they're being caught. And people are catching them. Yeah. And it's badass, dude. I mean, they're holding them at gunpoint saying, get on the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're not going to do Hold this on them my there property. until police come. Yep. Here's the cops. Okay. Arrest him. Take him away, please. And it's like every day they're arresting more and more people for yeah. starting fires. Yeah, dude. And it's getting real, everybody. I mean, we live here. We live. Within, I mean... 45 minutes from Portland? Yes. And what just happened a couple of nights ago? This was two nights ago. Here in our hometown. Yeah. Well, close to our hometown. So this actually made news, everybody. Kelso, Washington. We live in Longview, but in Kelso, a man starting a fire in shrubs in a residential area was caught on a freaking security camera. Okay? And this says hashtag global warming strikes again. So it's... (laughs) Yeah, trying funny. to but watch this video everybody this is uh my wife knows this person really yes she has her as a facebook friend and she goes this happened at my friend's property sitting there that's over under that the guy bush. that guy would be dead i'm telling you he sits there for a while like he it took him a little bit to get some grass lit up you light a fire on a property you're and going he, to get oh, shot starts, starts walking away oh wait so, 
<laughs> Look at the pimp walk, dude. I know. So scroll God. scroll back a little bit. Go to the very beginning. You gotta watch the sweat. Oh, it doesn't does it show the swagger at the very beginning? Like very yeah, there we go. Here we go. Yeah. Watch the arm. He gets some distance the arm out there. Swing. <laughs> he gets some distance out there. There's some arm. See that? <laughs> He's doing some shoulder Whoop, exercises. Juke right to the bush. But you guys, this is happening in our area. Yeah, and then the video goes on. It kind of sticks on that for a while, and you can see the smoke just start billowing up. Yeah. So now what is this? This article says uh, what his name is, and he got caught, I I believe. Um, If you scroll down a little bit, it should say in the body. Maybe not. Oh, it doesn't. Okay, but I do know that he got caught. He got arrested. Yeah, and he actually started two fires. Mm. Well, you know what? If you start a fire on my property, you might get shot. I'm just saying. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to make a, uh, a sign, dude. I'm going to say, if you start a fire or if you try to loot me, I will try to kill you. <laughs> Bottom line. Bottom line. Okay. Because you can't say that you weren't warned. There's a warning sign. There's a sign right there. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming that you know how to read. I mean, what? 96%? Well, I mean, anyway. I don't want to give that's, too that's, much credit. That's true. Yeah. You know, our, our school systems only teach a, what? Hate your government. You don't know how to read. <laughs> Um, anywho, so this is happening, everybody. And so we're kind of on edge here. Yeah. Okay. But also, what else did we go over last episode that could be starting these fires? I think a little DEWs. Okay. And I, it, you guys don't think I didn't bring my Mountain Dew because I got my <laughs> Dew. I'm sipping on that. Now, okay. 17 came out. Let's go to this tweet real quick first. Because he was saying... Everybody, look at this. We have the uh, Department of Defense coming out. Yeah. This is Mike Esper, something Esper, stating that Russia and China have weaponized their satellites with directed energy weapons. In outer space. All right. So now this is just a little clip of it, but here we go. Meanwhile, in space, Moscow and Beijing have turned a once peaceful arena into a warfighting domain. They have weaponized space through killer satellites, directed energy weapons, and more in an effort to exploit our systems and chip away at our military advantage. Whoa, 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 what? Whoa. Did he just say directed energy weapons? I think he did. So that has been a conspiracy for a very long time. Long time. And people are saying, uh, yeah, right. Like they're (laughs) freaking shooting laser beams. Freaking laser beams from their heads. And now in the video that I posted today on Instagram... I did show a little clip of the Lockheed Martin lasers. Yeah. Because it's real, you guys. They have they have uh, practice runs and they have test runs on YouTube. You can go look it up right now. Look up direct energy laser or direct energy weapon or Lockheed Martin laser. Yeah. And you can see them shooting down drones. You can see them stopping freaking cars. Yeah, they actually, I've seen a couple of videos where they actually had them mounted on drones. And they're on planes and everything yes. else. Yeah. And like we were talking about again, the drones. They, I, dude, I found a uh, flamethrower attachment that you can put on a drone for 1500 bucks. That's cheap. Cheap as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and I, I found articles saying um, the military will soon be using civilian drones. Hmm. So, ooh, I'm not saying the military is starting these fires by any means, because I think that we have the military on our side, the Patriots. Yes. But 
you do have a deep state faction. There are certain members infiltrated in everywhere. And who knows what they have access to. And maybe if you have a civilian, I mean, <laughs> civilians, you can have these drones. 15, oh, yeah. 1500 bucks. George Soros gives you a freaking, I mean, we just talked about it. You yeah. have a homeless dude. Hey, here's fifteen hundred bucks. Go put a flamethrower on your. You know how to. Drone. You know how to fly a drone, homeless man. Okay. Well, if you all you're doing is starting fires, you don't need to know how to fly it. <laughs> just exactly to let it take off. Yeah, hit this button. Uh, but essentially, what that attachment does is it spurts out a minute of flamethrowing capability. Okay, it has enough fuel in there to produce liquid fire. I mean, it, these things are literally just oozing out liquid flames. So, yeah, basically, think of like a super soaker put on the bottom of it, and it's filled with gasoline. Or exactly. Something. And I mean, these things shoot out a good fifteen feet, man. So, and the the drones are actually designed to be around that, so they can traverse or fly through all this crap. Oh yeah, and undamaged. So, anyway, what do we got here? We got about in a minute. Should we just play this whole thing? It'd be kind of cool just to show yeah, everybody. We so we want to show you guys. This is also 17 directed us here, but we've seen these videos. We've watched these all before, but I don't think a lot of people have. Yeah, I watched this earlier today, and I was like, I hadn't seen a lot of this stuff. Yes, so, so this is military.com. This is a video from the U.S. Air Force, or is this by the U.S. Air Force? Yeah, the Air Force has unprecedented power to okay. direct energy. Let's watch this, dude. Maybe we can read it because I know there's some words on the screen here. So. That music is sexy. Yeah. So AFRL, what is it? There's a megawatt. You're going to have to read that, dude, because I can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> it you're, goes you're, so fast. Well, and you're, it's at the bottom of the screen. I wish it was at the top. So basically what is going on here is a video. They took these contraptions and mounted them on the front of airplanes. They're laser beams, bro. <laughs> uh, they're they're game-changing. Counter-electronic weapons technology. Look at that shit. Direct energy. Harnessing the power of the electromagnetic spectrum to enable airmen to effectively and affordably... That one right yeah, it's basically your striking ship. Yeah. Directed energy enables experimentation, prototyping, and exploration of material, non-materials, and alignment with capabilities of strategies. Ooh. <laughs> and this is like they're in a lab and they're showing all the laser work. Look at that shit, dude. That's Look at that. So you have you have a mirror after mirror. I think that was just a series of mirrors. Yeah. Two classes of different weapons. High energy lasers and high power microwave systems. DARPA. Okay, we're dealing with you DARPA. Have the capability to interchange ranges with percentage precision. Collateral damage. <laughs> okay, we don't have to read it, dude. But look at this so shit. I want to show this one, though, that okay. dropped out like a missile. And this is the, the microwave. Okay. So, right here. High-powered microwave. Yeah. Drops out like a little missile. They transmit a short And then as it's going, burst. it just starts putting off all the time. Boom, 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 boom. Look at that. actually hit or blow up. It's an EMF, everybody. Yeah. That flies like a fucking missile. It was a drone missile EMF. But it was like an airplane. Yeah. Crazy shit. So you can do a lot with these direct energy weapons. And so <clears throat> Space Force, okay? Yeah, That's all I got to say. Force. Get the fuck up there, dude. This was a, 
what I'm assuming is exactly what that was for. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, China's on the fucking moon. Yeah. Imagine if they had a big-ass laser like this. What are they shooting up there? I don't know. Are they going to try to take out all of our satellite communications? Maybe that's what they were trying to do. Maybe. But you got, you can shoot stuff. I mean, a laser, how, how, how far can a laser go in space? I have no idea, but probably Damn. a long fucking way. Mind blown, right? And At the speed of light, even. Yeah, like basically untouched. Yeah. I mean, there's a shitload of debris up there, probably, but... Just zap it out of the way. <laughs> you guys, they are... They have stuff that we don't even know exists. They were talking about how they can stop vehicles with these things. And yeah. you wouldn't have any idea. You'd just be like, oh, my, my <laughs> and then car stopped. Done. Uh, imagine the abilities they have to kill people with these. Or uh, you look at the houses that have burned down. Yeah, I mean, and it, all the houses are burnt and none of the trees are. Yeah, there's a video I just posted, Thousand Oaks. Thousand Oaks, California in 2018. Yep. You literally have one house burned down. The rest of them are fine. Oh, over here, uh, about two blocks away, there's another house that's burned down. The rest of them are fine. They said that it was sporadic winds that blew the fire onto these random houses. Bullshit, dude. But you'd think is that if a house just went up in flames and burnt all the way to the ground, how does that not catch another house on fire that's literally yeah. five feet, ten feet from it? Exactly. So, who knows? But there's always an excuse. There's always an excuse for something. Oh, well, you know, the, the aerodynamics of a fire. The flame <laughs> has to uh, travel so far before, you know. <laughs> <laughs> These people, they make up certain shit that it sounds legit, and they've been doing this for a long time, man. Oh, I mean, yeah, they're professional liars. UFOs? Hello? Pull up Sam Tripoli real quick oh. on Instagram. You can use any Instagram thing that's open, because I think we're, we're good. Yeah. But, uh... You guys, Sam Tripoli posted something today or yesterday that appears to be what is... No, it was this morning. The fake alien invasion. Look at this shit. He says, so it begins. Oh, yeah. That is a fucking movie. No, look and at now that. it has some lights. People are saying it was the Goodyear blimp. Look at the highway right now. You have... Uh, <laughs> Long line of people getting out of their cars looking at this thing. You wouldn't do that for a fucking No. I mean, they? That is flat. That is has and lights on it. It doesn't look like very far away. No. It's, 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 very fucking it's hovering, right? Yes. But this is also saying, not sure a UFO would need anti-collision lights. Yeah, right? Hmm. Maybe it's not a UFO. Maybe it's built here. And then everybody's saying that's a blimp. It's already been debunked. So 138 likes on that comment. There's another one. Okay. Kind of the same thing, but at a different them time. To walk me away. Does that look like a blimp, though? That doesn't look like a blimp to me. I mean, maybe blimps have come Porque a long way. <laughs> because the last time I saw a blimp, it did not look like that. No, policía? No. It's definitely weird. It is very it's weird. Definitely weird. So, I don't know. Uh, anywho, I clearly think the technology is there for whatever the fuck that was. May, it may not have been alien. Maybe you, it is. So okay, military. Let me ask because I know the conspiracies are being, being coming true. Right? You had uh, 
Bigfoot? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you had you had uh, the fluoride in the water. They're mm. testing the fluoride, and now you have NPR. This was last year saying um, it'll it'll make you dumb, right? Yeah, it slows down brain cells or whatever. It makes uh, pregnant women should not drink fluoride in the water. Now you have um, the RussiaGate shit all being disproven. You have direct energy weapons coming out. Mm-hmm. We have all this UFO footage that is just exploding. I mean, this whole year was UFO footage from around the world, right? Oh, yeah. Down in Brazil, like all over. The yeah. multi-lights, mm-hmm. just the numerous lights. Now, knowing what we know now, do you think that those were drones? The multi-tiered, I mean, that would be a swarm, like an army swarm of drones. Literally hundreds. Could be. Or maybe a hundred. Could be. Yeah. But for what purpose? Uh, just a mass just, fucking just casualty. Just flights? Oh, no. To kill people, dude. But. It would, it would be for a, it would be instead of sending a missile or a big bomb, you would send these. I mean, think about how scary that would be. If I know you had for these, like an in-game purpose, but yeah. why just flying them around right now? Uh, just tactility, getting used to them, knowing how they work, knowing how they, yeah. how people react to them, and seeing what they can do. I mean, seeing if they be. interfere with Wi-Fi, especially if they're attached with laser beams. Yeah, yeah, or flamethrowers. Yeah, right. What do they have planned? Because this whole coup thing. So we're gonna end this soon. Yeah, but. We got to really start thinking about election night. Yeah, because more and more is coming out that it's it's not going to be good. It's not yeah. going to be a good time. And even 17, uh, Tucker Carlson, they talked about the color revolution. Mm-hmm. We just talked about this. James Comey. Dan Bongino. Yeah, Jam- but James Comey put on his freaking mask, the purple. Yep. It's the purple revolution, and that's what's coming. And... Q even, or 17. Oh, and there was a video that came out too with Samuel L. Jackson did the same thing. Oh, was that purple? Yeah, and it said vote on it. The same, almost the same fucking mask. And he was going through flashcards how to curse people in different languages. Damn, okay. But he was wearing almost the same mask. Well, I know uh, Trump was asked about it today, too, because it's getting press. It's getting, mm. I mean, it's getting out there that this is going to happen. You're going to have riots in the streets. And he was asked, what's going to happen? And he said, uh, we're going to take care of it quickly. We'll, we'll end it. We'll end it. So it's going to be fast and swift, and you won't even know. Yeah. So they're tracking this shit, people. And oh, yeah. They're they, prepared. Yeah. And apparently there's like. You the, can't make accusations like that in public and not have them be watching you exactly before we get out of here you want to play some funny videos yeah like this yes biden one where he gets off the plane yeah so i got just this one and then there's um one on our twitter that i bookmarked that i want you to play so this one is uh biden gets off a plane he's got his mask on yeah and he looks off to a a cornfield in the (laughs) long distance maybe it's a message corny Ooh, yeah, the corn's about to get what, harvested. What made baby. me laugh about this is the person that recorded it. Is is this the same one where she's freaking oh, out? Car- yes, this is Carly Q. <laughs> I believe so. It has to be. So here we go. Watch this guy. He gets off. He looks. Oh, he points, waves. Hey there. Got the one finger. <laughs> and he's literally pointing to nobody. 
There's the, nobody over there. The one I seen was a different person recording it, and they're like, "There's no one out there." Yeah, so that was Carly. <laughs> so, that was Carly Q on Twitter. She, uh, she's hilarious, dude. That's fucking funny. You literally tried to pull a Trump, and there's no one there. Well, they were hoping that the cameras would be facing him, <laughs> <laughs> but they got behind him and go, uh, "Bro, maybe he was he was pointing to the runway crew. He probably was." Yeah. Uh, Oh, no, I think he licked his finger, and he was testing the wind, and he goes, oh, it's going that way. Okay, <laughs> onward I go. Onward. Yeah. So before we get out of here, just this one last video. This is like a seven-second video. And uh, scroll down. You'll, nope, keep on scrolling. Keep on scrolling. Keep on. Right here. Right here, dude. Okay, you got to pause this. So now, what does this caption say? It says, 2020 election plus Trump plus dragon energy equals bigly win. <laughs> dragon energy? Yeah. So let's, oh, let's, God, play, this a co- let's play this a couple times, all right? This, is, uh, <laughs> this has got some good music pumping here, too. This gets me excited. You don't jump to put jeans on, baby. You don't feel my pain. Oh. You don't give me hype. Write my name in ice. Oh. Can't argue. Dragon energy, baby. You don't jump to put jeans oh. on, baby. You don't feel my pain. Oh. You don't give me hype. Oh. Write my name in ice. Oh. Can't argue. <laughs> Damn. You don't jump to okay. put jeans on, baby. You don't feel my pain. You don't give me hype. Write my name in ice. I think that Trump shit. could actually do that. Oh, yeah. He's pretty wily. Yeah. Well, he's Batman. Yeah, I mean, he's Batman. With his uh, tactile abilities and his uh, special <laughs> tools. So, everybody, we just saw a video of a guy on a swing. Uh, uh, did some sort of backflip. Trump's face on himself. Yes, did a little backflip into some pants that say 2020 election, and he just scoots on his butt across the bark. <laughs> and it is off the chains. You guys got to watch it. So, anywho, <sighs> this was this went well. It was a little, uh, I miss having Dave's heated uh, explosive. You know, he gets uh, he gets sweaty, man. He gets very. Uh, <laughs> he get he gets he gets into it. Let's just say he gets passionate. He, he, he's Dave a man. Is, of, Dave is passionate. He's a man of passion. Okay, but he will be back, and uh, next week, or uh, I guess on Sunday, we have. Yeah. So we, the the video episode is Monday. Yes, and this this next episode we have Doctor Gould. Right? Hmm. Is it James Gould? I'm not sure of his full name, but he is the vitamin D doctor, and he's going to come on and talk a little bit about vitamin D and some cures and how to stay healthy, and it's going to be a little less political. I mean, for the first part of our show, we always go about an hour with our guest, and then yeah. we'll do another hour or something, right? But the, uh, yeah, Joel Gould, Joel, sorry, Joel, uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna set up some time with him, talk with him. It's gonna be interesting. I know he he knows about Monsanto's and uh, a little bit about the Nazis as well. So maybe we'll talk to him a little bit about that. Should be fun times. It'll be a good show. I think. Yes. Yeah. So stay I tuned a, for that. Guys. I have a lot of questions for him. So everybody, uh, it's been real. Thank you so much again for your support. Thank you for all of our patrons. Thank you for the PayPal donations. Thank you so much for everything you guys thank do. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we do appreciate you guys. We love you. We love all of uh, the information that you guys send our way. So keep it coming, even though it might be weeks, it might be never. <laughs> uh, we will, we'll try. I mean, we really do. I mean, we have full-time jobs. We have families. Dave just had a fucking yeah, baby. Thank uh, Everybody, hey, we love it. So, Chris... Good show, Greg. Love you, dude. Love you, man. You guys, where we go one, we go all. Sayonara. We cannot win this re-election. Excuse me, we can only re-elect Donald Trump. My American...
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 